Happy Monday, February the 14th, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. The first thing I want to say is happy Valentine's Day to my wife, Colleen. And we're going to have a great day. And it is going to need to think about it. And so, um, guys, if you haven't got your flowers yet, you still have a little bit of time. Um, so looking at today's gospel, Mark chapter 8, 11 through 13. And as I was reading that, um, the first thing that kind of came to my mind was I thought about... Um, you ever been in a situation where it's either you arguing with somebody else or they're arguing with you, and you just kind of see that these arguments sometimes are not going anywhere. You know, it's like you're not really, you know, making your point. And so usually if you can't be persuasive enough and say, I want you to come over to my side, we, we kind of get kind of base on the whole thing. And we sit back and we get a little tense and we go, Fine, show me, you know. And I think there's a little bit of what happens in today's passage. Because um, it's starting with verses 11 through 13, but 1 through 4 in this chapter, we have the crowd following Jesus for like three days. So they've been going around with him, and they've been watching him do all kinds of stuff. Verses 5 through 11 is the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. And the interesting thing, I think, about the multiplication in Mark's uh, gospel is that instead of, um, oh, here's this boy with all these fish and bread or whatever, you know, that we're going to multiply, um, he says, uh, uh, what do you have? He says that to the disciples. What do you have that you can share? A little interesting nuance. Anyway, so here's what's going on. So he's getting done with this. Does multiplication of the loaves fish end up? And it says, the Pharisees came forward and began to argue with Jesus. Again. Like, uh, you know, there are just those, those situations that people just don't want to let lie. They can't leave it alone. Leave somebody alone, leave it alone. You know, you got to keep going back and back and back. It's happened to us, we've done it to other people, and it's irritating. We know that. So then they're seeking from him a sign from heaven. I mean, he's already done like a ton of signs, all right? A sign to heaven to test him. You know, uh, okay, we're, we're this thing, all right. You haven't convinced me in your words and your teaching, Jesus, so you need to convince me by showing me something. But I just don't want this little little magical thing. Yeah, I know you've just fed a whole bunch of people and all that kind of stuff. I want like a big deal miracle. Kind of like, think about Elijah. You know, he, had, he brought down fire from heaven. I mean, we want something big, you know, out of their arrogance and their pride. You know, they're saying, okay, Jesus, this is who we are. Now we want you to do a big league miracle. We don't want any of this minor league stuff. We want the big deal. Uh, and so it says, Jesus, he sighed. Isn't that what happens to us so often when people really, really come at us and just, we've done everything we can. It's not enough. They just expect, more, you know, more and more and more. I used to hear in my, uh, in my career job, Oh, you got to do more with less. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this, but maybe it does, I don't know. But anyway, I got tired of hearing it. So, it says, Jesus sighed from the depth of his spirit. Ah, the depth of his spirit inside. He really, he just, ah, oh, whole self. And he says, why does this generation seek a sign? You know, why does this generation, who is he talking about at this point? Amen, I say to you, no, no sign will be given to this generation. Why? 
Well, he's just done a whole bunch of signs, hasn't he? He's already done a lot of miracles. So what could he be talking about? And maybe inside he's realizing that, you know, when we look at miracles, sometimes we're just looking at them for what we can get out of them on a here and, here and now kind of a basis. And we really don't allow the message, the something deeper behind it, to convince us, to show us, to bring us to a point of a, of a greater understanding, of a deeper insight into what might be happening. We, we do that often. We do that in our conversations, do we not? Someone starts saying something to us and we might not like what they say, so we kind of like, oh, you no, know, we start thinking about a rebuttal even before they're like halfway done or, or they just cut us off and they say, oh, like, no, like, fine, you know, we're not going to go on. But anyway, it says, then Jesus left, got into the boat and went off to the other shore. What I kind of like about this ending is it really shows our Lord in his humanness and our Lord in his understanding of the human condition sometimes and of where we get to and of where we're at. And we can identify because sometimes it's frankly just not worth it to go any further. It's better just to let it lie and move on. Now I know we always say if you have a conflict you should be working together but sometimes it's not necessarily conflict it's just situational things that we just kind of have to leave them go and let it and let it lie. So perhaps as a reflection today kind of think about when have we ever made Jesus sigh deeply? Well don't want to end up with that on Valentine's Day because it's a good day it's a happy day and on Valentine's Day, we're sharing love and great things. Um, but you know, if we're thinking about that, ultimately, when we look deep inside of ourselves and realize those moments that maybe we've challenged other people in ways we should not have, we really can turn those around and turn those from moments of perhaps separation to moments of connectedness and love. Have a great Monday. Have a great Valentine's Day, everybody.